Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Shadow work. Shadow work. Shadow work. Shadow work. Shadow work. <laughs> Shadowy shadows. Shadow work. Shadow work. Okay. <laughs> um, welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm here with Anna. I'm Sarah, your founder, head magic maker at the Sisters Enchanted. Anna is my co-founder. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm popped up on donuts, coffee, and adrenaline. Woo woo. I'm sweating. I'm not. You're pregnant. I'm also not. I know you're wearing so much more clothes than me, and you look fabulous. And it's I'm my like, shiny leggings. Listen. Listen. Get yourself some shiny leggings. None of this cotton Walmart legging nonsense. You need to upgrade your legging life. I mean, those aren't shiny per se. They are. If you put a light they, on. If you put a light on. I'm going to demonstrate. They, they are attached. They shiny. are shiny. They, they look almost. <laughs> they have a design. They have a design. They look subtly velour, but they're not velour. They've got like a satin sheen. They do. They're by Spanx. These are Spanx leggings. Some Spanx satiny, sheeny leggings. I 10 out of 10 recommend. I mean, originally I bought them and they were a tad too small. And then I would not have 10 out of 10 recommended because I put them on and thought maybe I was dying. And then I had like a permanent internal injury. But then with the right size, I 10 out of 10 recommend. So measure first. Yeah, they're like measure twice. They're soft on the inside and luxurious, and they're also fancy. Are they breathable? I would not say they're breathable. No, I would. That's not a word I would use to describe them. (laughs) I use a lot of words. Breathable is not one of them. So you would still ten out of ten them, even though they they're not breathable. Well, they're quite comfy. I mean, you don't get a nice breeze when you walk. Well, I mean, I think that generally when I wear leggings, I don't get a barista on my in-between lady bits. <laughs> I don't really know what kind of leggings you're wearing. Organic <laughs> cotton ones, actually. <laughs> that just allow a breeze. <laughs> I, have, I have some bamboo yeah, leggings and some organic cotton, which tend to be a little bit more breathable. I get a little bit of a breeze when I you need to put some pants on first. Like, pants don't equate to breathable. So you want me to put on a pair of jeans and then put on a pair of I know, this is a dumb conversation. Right now I'm wearing maternity leggings, which feel very warm. I feel like there needs to be an invention of comfortable Maternity pants I that don't them. encapsulate your whole stomach oh, yeah. during the summertime because well, what kind of sick ones. torture is that? I saw the underbelly. Yeah. Those don't stay up. Those don't stay up. Have you seen my rear end and hips and thighs? There's no way some underbelly leggings are staying up. No way. You're a goddess like Beyonce. I don't think I ever in my life would have thought that somebody would put me in a sentence with Beyonce in that matter. I felt like Beyonce teaching the shadow work class yesterday, which is actually what we're here to talk about today. 
when I had my wireless mic on and I was like mic checking, trying to get it to work. Mic check. And then did you want to twirl your hair when the internet broke? And I was like, where's my team of rock stars to fix this tech problem? We did. Whilst I stand here with my wireless mic on. We did <laughs> scurry. Yeah. You did scurry. I think Beyonce's a Virgo. Is she? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you're a goddess like Beyonce. Okay. Shadow work. We are talking shadow work this week. I am teaching three classes, two on Thursday, one on Sunday. If you're not registered and you're listening to this in real present time, then you need to register. If you're listening to this in the future, 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 and this is happening in the past, I, you know, hit us up on social media or whatever, because we can let you know when the next one is. But shadow work, we were talking about it yesterday and how shadow work, it's a never ending, it's a never ending process. It's a never ending story. Oh my gosh, I can't sing at all. It's a good thing you're here for the song breaks. And, and if you, anybody was wondering, Beyonce is a Virgo. And has the same birthday as Anna, yeah. but a few years earlier. So <laughs> I told you. you and anybody was wondering why Beyonce and I should be in the same sentence. So there's more than one reason now. Yeah. Now it could be Beyonce and Anna have the same birthday. Beyonce and Anna are Virgos. And apparently Beyonce and Anna have goddess-like bodies. <laughs> That's three sentences. That is three. That I can adequately put into a sentence that has me and both Beyonce in it. Well, nothing else to achieve in life. That's it. All goals unlocked. Those three sentences. Bowser are defeated. Hashtag goals. Goals. Okay. We're on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> it's the adrenaline and the caffeine that I'm pumped up on along with the two donuts I ate. I got into a car, almost got into a car accident coming to Anna's house. Like someone, it was almost really bad. So I came in here literally shaking with like jelly legs and a box of donuts and a giant Americano. And I've since consumed two donuts and the Americano. And uh, my fear and nerves from the near car accident have now translated into pure adrenaline. Anyway, <laughs> so we've been talking about shadow work and how it's not ongoing thing, never ending. And we're also gearing up to teach the divination unit of our holistic witchery class. So we thought that we would look at the suit of swords. Suit of swords. That's me. That's my swords sound effect. Cha, cha. Is it like a shh? It's probably better. But like the, my is me like, yeah, okay. Isn't it weird how your sword's sound effect defaults to like wielding a sword and mine defaulted to literally stabbing a person? Well, <laughs> in yeah. my mind, it was like I stabbed you. And in your mind, you were just wielding a sword, like a three a, a sword. I was like three, three musketeers. Yeah. So I went straight to violence and you for being the three musketeer. I have a fencing sword, which is yeah. pliable with a tip that is not yeah. pointy. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were not envisioning the same sword. <laughs> Yours is like short and easily maneuverable. I see you at the park. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's more for show. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I need to listen to this lesson on shadow work. Okay. Everybody needs to listen to shadow work. Even, story. even when you're teaching about shadow work, you are still in the shadow work. True. Okay. So, the, the suit of swords. Pick the most random deck to go through the okay. suit of swords. Shh, it. It's <laughs> our, it's air, it's logic, it's thought. 
And that is where our shadow hides because it's in our thoughts. And then we logic it. We logic our shadow into a, tr into truth. We're, we're like, Hey, it is so true that I'm going to fail at this. It is so true that I'm not good enough to do this. It is so true that I was failed by all these people and I don't deserve better. We logic ourselves into a truth that is coming from our shadow. So when we look at the suit of swords, I wish we were videoing this. So you can see full effect, the two donuts, caffeine and car accident, adrenaline have on Sarah. <laughs> I talk about myself in third person. I know Sarah yeah. just asked me how I can even work with her. And like we talked about, I think in our last podcast or somewhere, we talked about somewhere how we just did our quarterly reviews. And one of my strengths I wrote that I pride myself in being in the specific position to be able to adequately work with Sarah on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Um, <laughs> I take the special person. <laughs> so, so that's some shadow work. Swords. Swords. When we look at the suit of swords, we have ace through ten yeah. as our minor arcana here. As is typical. As is typical. So we're presented with thought, idea, possibility of a creative idea, a logical thought, a new progression of thought. A communication. A communication. When we get to the two of swords, our person, our figure, our pip card, whatever it is for you. It's two swords. When we look at one with a person, their arms are crossed, their, their eyes are blindfolded, um, and they have the power of logic and truth in their hands, yet they are crossing over their chest, like closing themselves off and blindfolding to what that actually is. Right. Right. Which I think we do when we are in shadow. Like we're not wanting to see, or we want to see, but it's... It's a hard truth to see. I'm having happening. a tarot epiphany. I thought you were going to say a baby. Right now. Yeah. No, I didn't. Where I'm having a tarot epiphany. I feel like, yeah, that's happening. Somebody's going to hear this and be like, Anna, what you just said is nonsense. But you know what? In my head, I'm like, wait a minute. <sighs> tarot epiphany. So I feel like the two of swords is your call to action to not let the swords consume you because they're covering off their heart mm -hmm. and their intuition and what they know to be true. And if they don't do that and they result to only the logical cross off of thinking, then they're going to let their mind take over, which is going to perpetuate their fears, which are going to bring them into the rest of the swords. The three of swords. Yeah. So this is like, so this is like saying like right now, if you're choosing to get stuck in your analytical frame of mind and you're going to make mountains out of molehills, you're going to refuse to let yourself feel right now, you are going to make the healing process so much harder for you because you are stuck in your mind. You're not seeing things for as they really are because you aren't allowing yourselves to feel mm -hmm. because the swords really do get a bad, you know, bad reputation rap. because they are so stuck in your mind. So people always think of like stoic boundaries, you know, judgmental criticism, all those things that go with swords and things like that. But really the progression of swords is pain, emotion that's not handled directly or in a healthy manner that you can't heal 
This is like stepping backwards in healing. So that two of swords is like, you could stop right now uh-huh. and go back to that ace where you have the opportunity to reevaluate the communication, your interaction with this, or you close yourself off and you three of swords. Straight to the heart. That kind of sounds like a whip. Yeah, it did. You've taken on a whole other, whole other, whole other thing, right? It's the three of swords, heartbreak card, heartbreak, heartbreak card, card right? And we often hold ourselves in that heartbreak because of, I think that we hold ourselves there because if other people around us aren't doing their own shadow work, they're not apologizing to us, they're not making changes. It's like a, it's like a, like a, like a, what is it? Wearing your heart on your sleeve, sort of, or like a patch. You know, it, when you are being the person that's like, oh, I'm going to carry this pain because I never received what I think would be the, the apology or the change or whatever. Instead of just saying that is them, that's not me. We carry that heartbreak around with us in the form of blame, shame, guilt, resentment. And that's our three of swords. We have the four of swords <laughs> where I think that maybe we start to awaken to the pain a little bit. Or maybe our thoughts start to shift or we're just exhausted from dealing with it. This is like your second call to action in the sword suit. Because from here, if you can get to that resting time to let your brain take a break from the repeated mind games we play on ourselves, you might be able to get yourself out of the funk and be victorious out of here. But if you don't and you take that resting time to overanalyze and keep thinking or keep continuing that cycle in your brain of poor me, why did this happen to me? Yeah. You're going to end up in the five of swords. Yes. Five of swords. The five of swords is traditionally depicted. It's a conflict, but there's a person who has clearly been the victor. Right. And then two other people that are like down or three people or four or whatever, but there's a person who's the victor. There's people in the background. He's holding or like she it. is holding the swords, right? Right. Um, a bunch of them. They're like collecting. Yeah, they've like collected their bounty in this. Um, but there's never a look of like success or right. an air of um, accomplishment or pride. It's, right. oh my goodness, I, my burden, I have now hurt other people because of my burden right. that I never dealt with. Right. And you may have come up victorious, but are you really victorious? I also get the feeling from that card too, is that who did you bring along with you? Yeah into your mindset that then burdened them, you know, because a lot of times with swords and, and these kind of emotions and thoughts, we don't have clear boundaries and boundaries is a really good word to go with the sword suit. And that if your support team doesn't have good boundaries with you, you can often drag them into your drama Yeah, and they can get tied up into being gossipy, which would be a swords thing with the thought and communication and you might be bringing them into an energetic field that they don't want to be in. So they're kind of kicking the dirt behind you because they're following mm -hmm. and not thinking for themselves. So you're not only, you know, winning at all costs, but you might be bringing other people along with you who are helping to like aid and avenge you who don't want to. Yeah. And therefore they're losing out too because they're not holding strict boundaries against your, your hurt. Yes. Boundaries. Boundaries. So then we have the Six of Swords. Six of Swords. The Six of Swords, I feel like, from this conflict, you know, we've taken what we want and we move away. But I think that there's something to think of here is that if we are, if we've left victorious, but were we really victorious to begin with? Right. You know, if we really just kind of dug into that same shadow stuff further and kind of 
temporarily created a victory. And then we're moving away from that. We haven't healed or fixed that thing. Right. Nothing's changed about it. That's still within us. We're just temporarily exiting. We don't really know where we're going. So the Six of Swords, the people, you can't see their faces. They're just kind of headed out. Um, somebody else is directing their boat. And I think that that's a key thing to think about. That they're not driving their own boat. Like they are being taken somewhere. And I think that, I think that in our shadow story here, your shadow has the wheel at that point. You're being led by what you think is logic, but it's being driven by that shadow. Right. I sometimes see that card too as... Um that when you get into a place where you're not healing and your, your mind and your thoughts have gotten the best of you and you're having a hard time getting out of that shadowy aspect of yourself, that there are always outside influences that are able to help you when needed. You know, like this person who's driving the boat obviously knows how to drive the boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're yeah. not like your friend that doesn't know how to support you emotionally. They're like the person that knows how to get you into the boat, knows how to whatever, cast the sail, whatever it is that one does in a boat. Um, <laughs> paddle. <laughs> paddle, paddle. Yes. Remember that time that we went and we had our paddles thrown away? Yes. We did that recently. We were fine. Um, Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Um, but, um, but that's also another point in the swords. So like the two, the four, and the six are that those times where like you're able to kind of like throw out a lifeline for to either help yourself or to have somebody qualified mm -hmm. in the six to help you when you can't help yourself. I like it. And then we find ourselves at the seven, seven of swords which is sneaking off, running away. And I think it can be really sneaking away from that inner part of you that knows that you never actually dealt with what happened at the five. Right. You just left, you skirted. If you're a Sagittarius, you just, you just bounced. You just let, you just walked <laughs> you out just the door away. and you were like, I'm not dealing with any of this. You just moved without telling the rest of yeah. your family. <laughs> but now though, you're sneaking away. Like you're, you're not living in truth and, but your ego might still be driving and making you feel like, well, you need, this is yours. You right. need to hold on to it. This is the card of like, whose best interest are you trying to serve? Because in the seven of swords, somebody is definitely trying to get away with swords and they're kind of looking back, but like, are they taking this opportunity to, provide those swords for somebody who needs them more or do they think that they're doing it in somebody's best interest and in reality they're not so this is one of those cards where it has you kind of like to check in with yourself because oftentimes with air and swords and air signs you get that idea that you you feel like you know what's best and you have an idea in your head of what the right thing is to do but really, you're just not listening to any outside factors. And your opinion is not the end-all be-all. And I think that that's something that could be seen in the Seven of Swords, too. It's usually seen as like a lying, cheating, manipulative kind of card. But I yeah. think, too, it could be like, well, where are you not listening? And yeah. you're only taking your... Where does you not listening drive you to? A cage of your own creation. Sarah loves that. In the Eight of Swords. Eight of Swords. And that told me that once, that I was living in a cage of my own creation, and no truer words have ever been spoken to me. 
and I'll pretend that it's not true because it was so true that I'll deny the truth. One of those times, the cage of your own creation and the time I said I run this city. <laughs> and we're not going to talk about that, but it was like those two times Sarah was like quieted into not being able to speak because she didn't know what to say. I don't usually render Sarah with, with, with nothing to say back. Sarah's the queen of quips. And in text messages, she's the queen of gifts. And Sarah's gifts speak louder than words. And it is very, very, very unusual that I render Sarah speechless. I've done it like twice. One of the times was when you told me I was in a cage in my own creation. I stand by it. Yes, it's true. And that's what happens in the suit of swords when you can't get out of your head. Done your shadow work. And you can't get out of your shadow work. You yet. end up in a cage of your own creation because you could walk out. It's existing within you, but it's the story you insist on telling yourself right. and living. It's your being defensive. It's your blame game. It's your butt statements that keep you in this cage that you can't get out because all you're doing is making excuses for yourself and not realizing where you can be a proactive member in your own life. Say, bust down the doors. What? Okay. What? Then the nine of swords are nightmare. It's so scary to get out of the cage of your own creation. It is. To because, see what. Yeah. Well, who knows? Like you have to deal with pain, emotion, memories. You have to deal with the people around you who are telling you you're crazy or the people that are trying to keep you in that shadow. Um, and the fear of the unknown. You don't know what's it going to be like when you stop living in the shadow. Right. Because up until this point, your mind has been your own worst enemy. Mm -hmm. You've just kept putting more, you're, you're a needle in a haystack, and you've just kept putting more hay on it instead of trying to undig it, to find it, to Rude. find the needle, which is the shadow. And, and now then. it's scary to find. And now, oh no, this is such a sad card. Don't you feel so bad? We're looking at, what are we looking at? This is the Shadowlands Tarot is what yeah. we're referencing on this day. Uh-huh. It is sad. The little mummy pincushion man. He's making me feel so many feelings. He's like, oh. Yeah, defeated. Defeated. Full of ten swords. You ever feel like that? Then you're full of, the of ten swords. Yeah. Now. Just one more sword. <laughs> just one more step. I can do it. Okay. It just takes one more lifting of my leg to take my pants yeah. off. But this is where we end up. So the traditional ten of swords is a person lay belly down with the swords in their back, right? right? But in the horizon, the sun is rising. The sun is rising. Um, because, I guess depending on who's looking at it. Yeah, I think you can look at the ten of swords in two ways. One, either your shadow got the best of you. And you have succumbed to your own shadow, your own emotion, kept yourself down, or you perceive that somebody else has done this to you, right? right? Um, or that the shedding of the shadow is like the Ten of Swords and this feeling of, oh my goodness, look at all these realizations that are crazy to see. Now I've seen them though. I've shed that, like I've done that work. I've shed that shadow and the sun is rising. It's yes. deep and dark to go through the shadow. But you cannot light wash your way past shadow work. You cannot right. spiritually bypass the hard stuff that needs to happen with crystals and incense and smoke and whatever. That stuff helps us and amplifies our intention and keeps us focused and helps us on the hard days to go where we want to go. We still have to do deep, dark shadow work. Right. You just, and this is so bad because our last two podcasts have referenced, referenced Lucifer. That's because that's our life right now. It is because that's what we're watching. But I'm in... 
Is this a spoiler? Spoiler alert if you're watching Lucifer and you're not in season five. Well, maybe you should just not give spoils. It's just, I'm going to just say the amethyst bracelet. You should not give the spoils. You know the amethyst bracelet? No. What? I watched season five, but you don't remember the amethyst bracelet? No, I always work while watching. TV. And they're like, you know, the other one character's like, it's clearing my chakras. The other character's like, you know, this stuff isn't real. And the other one is like, doesn't matter. It makes me feel good. And that's the point. It's a reminder for myself to feel good. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. Oh. You don't remember this conversation? I don't know. I, mean, I work and watch TV at the same time. I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, and now I remember. And he makes one? Yes. Yes. I remember that. <sighs> oh, you haven't got to the part, though, where everything changes. No, probably See? not. Because the shadow work happens in this episode, and then it unhappens in that season, as shadow work tends to be. So if you want to learn this lesson, you now have to go back yeah. and watch Lucifer seasons one through five. <laughs> so the suit of swords, our challenge, we blew through that. So we went through that really fast. We have a whole podcast series just on tarot. So you can listen podcast like, more, series. <laughs> more in depth, but I want you to lay out the suit of swords and tell your shadow story in one area of your life where you're holding yourself back. So for me, for example, um, like where, where would I maybe right now, this has happened to me recently with homeschool. So I'm a homeschooler and I previously worked in education where my whole thing was like, be like anti-traditional schooling. Like let's, let's do things completely different. And suddenly I find myself feeling like, oh my gosh, but if I don't check these boxes, I'm going to be judged and people are going to think less and whatever. So there's a whole bunch of shadow stuff happening for me, which might sound like a low key thing to some people, but for me right now, it's like consuming my life. So for me, I could lay out that suit of swords and go through my shadow story around this, see what's actually happening, what's holding myself back in here. Anna, what story might you tell with your swordsies? I think I, this is gonna sound like a weird shadowy swords place to be as i said that it was one of those cards that are kind of like one of those make or break times which i think is like where i am in shadow work in general but i would say that i in my shadow work and the four of swords because i often overthink so much that i find myself in burnout which requires rest mm. and then that resting cycle can sometimes become too long <laughs> which turns into being a shadowy thing. Like I'm so burnt out because I overthought so many things. I had too many ducks in a row. I have too many hats, too many hats, too many hats. We just did a dance together. You guys missed it. Um, but that I have this constant cycle of overcritical overthinking that always results in just burnout and tiredness and needing to withdraw from having communication yeah. or doing any more work because it's, it's just become too much of a burden. I see that. I see that. I hear you. So what we want you to do, lay out the swords, do some shadow work. What is your sword story, your shadow story right now? Next, register for the free shadow work class on Thursday or Sunday if you're not registered. I'll make sure to put the link in the blog post. Third, if you're like, I want to do all the shadow work and witchery with you guys, register for holistic witchery. Woo! when we're just about to start our divination round so if you don't know much about tarot and you were loving this chat on swords and we're going to oh, talk guides so many things lenormand tea leaf reading so many things all kinds of things but if you thought wow these swords cards sound really cool well guess what there are three more mm -hmm. suits so four what was my fourth 
number four, I want you to relax and watch Lucifer. Number five, join Holistic Witchery, which was number three. Enjoy the rest of your day. Folks, don't get in any car accidents. Eat donuts, have a cup of coffee. Yeah, don't, or don't do those things. Don't be like me. I'm just kidding. But coffee and donuts are delicious. They are. Car accidents are not. All right. Car accidents are not delicious. That's it. So do, do the takeaway. Yeah. All right. Thank you for hanging with us on this very rapid fire episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. Anna's going to link everything up that you need down below. Be sure to share this with a friend who might need some shadow work or who loves tarot. And until our next episode, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.